It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, you miserable bastards, and welcome to the Misery Hunters podcast. My name is Jamie Coburn, and joining me is Sam Smith. All right. Mark Jarden. Hello. Craig Devine. Good evening. And Ross Davidson. Hello. Yeah. Full house, a rare full house. But we'll start off with an opening question. It is National Pie Week. Obviously, we're all missing the football, but when when we eventually all do get to go back into stadiums, what is the the... the the food staple that you are missing the most, Mark. What are you looking forward to most? I'll start off on a controversial note. The uh, I'm a fan of the Buddy Balty. I'll I'll put it out there. But you don't often see them spoken about, but they're it's a strong effort. And uh, away days, the homemade soup at Breakin is an absolute game changer. So we need a cup game against Breakin. Correct. Yeah, Mark. Just uh, on the the Buddy Balty's point. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Can I uh, just add to that that I didn't know it existed? I didn't know that existed. You, you, you would smell it from like five rows away. It's the curry pie, isn't it? You can smell me from five rows away. Okay. <laughs> I thought we just done the uncooked hamburgers and the half cooked hot dogs and steak pies, but see the, the, see the, see the, the hot dogs that are ninety percent roll. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the one the one thing that uh, always perplexes me about someone's catering is the the pie and beans. Like I understand pie and beans are a good dish, but at the football, and you see someone with a fork on this wee stupid polystyrene <laughs> plate with fucking beans pushing all over the place. I just, it's just no I've got a story about the pie and beans thing. Right on you go then. Went to the, years ago, went to the pie stall. Uh, half time to get me and my old man something. I don't like beans, but he gets beans in his pie. So, so get us a steak pie, but get us get the beans on it for me. So, no problem. Went to the counter and asked for it, and the last he went, "Oh no, you'd, uh, it's only the Scottish pies you get beans on." <laughs> said, but but they're they're free. Like, it doesn't matter. The beans are not going to know what pie they're on top of. No, no, it's uh, you don't get them in the steak pie. It's just I, I said, but. It doesn't matter. They're free. It doesn't matter what they go with. Ah, oh, no, it's it's only Scotch. <laughs> so I had to get my Scotch pie with beans instead. Because the lassie was adamant that she could hand out a steak pie with beans over the top of it. It's against company. The rigorous application of the rules. <laughs> yeah, like who's going to know? I mean, you, you almost all like whispering going. I've had a steak pie with beans on it plenty of times. I'll give you a wee bit extra. Like, don't tell anybody else. I've slipped you a five I was like, nah. You're saying no, that, but you don't know me. about like the, the bean gate that happened where someone got their jaws. I fucking told you, no beans in the steak pie. <laughs> She's obviously just seen me coming and went, oh, there's that dick for Twitter. I'm not fucking dealing with that. <laughs> when they get her in charge of the COVID compliance at the club, would be uh, spotless. Ah, uh, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't really know. I'd, uh, the steak and gravy pies are half decent at Sitman Park now. They used to be pretty shite years ago. And mm-hmm. away grounds, it's 
I, I mean, I've never actually really been like sober enough to know if they're good, but when I've been pissed, the pies up at Ross County are brilliant. Mm. I will, I'm, uh, a, I'm a Kelly Pie fan. Same, like, <laughs> but one thing Kelly need to do, and they've done it for part of the homecoming for Robbie Burns. See the chicken and haggis pie they had at, at Rugby Park? It was fucking outstanding. And they they don't do it anymore. You used to be able to get it in Aldi as well. The the and they just called it a Balmoral pie, but they've stopped it. Like you can't get it. You can get the uh, haggis and steak pie. It's nice, but that Balmoral with the chicken and the haggis was outstanding. And uh, they need to bring that back. The worst. Aye. Do you know? I, I can't. I generally can't think of the worst food, but um, one of the I always remember when we've like. Tommy Tom Henry era when you used to go up to Inverness before they had like proper stands and stuff and you used to buy like a, a Coke and it cost you like two fifty and you saw them pour it out of a 99p two litre bottle and it's a, <laughs> a shitty polystyrene cup that was always quite demoralising uh, If you've ever tried the Bovro at Queen of the South me and my pals still joke about this constantly every week it, actually I've never tasted something like Bovro's obviously just basically gravy but this tasted like mushroom juice <laughs> it was the worst, worst thing I've ever ate in my life. I had just tasted like mushrooms. It was sickening, man. Actually, I, I think I remember once upon a time that Dundee United done orange hot dogs. I don't know if. What I, the fuck? And I swear they just got a tainted batch and just went, fuck it. We, we played just orange. <laughs> just warmed up carrots now. <laughs> I didn't buy one. I just remember seeing them going, that's just wrong. Um, Dunfermline are currently in the playoff positions um, to get into the Premier League, and I really hope they do because I, I could really go at Dunfermline Brady. Aye, they're the king at snack of Scottish football. It's essentially Aye. a Kelly Pie, but in a Brady. It is outstanding. So much in it mm-hmm. as well. If you're talking about the, the worst football you can get at any ground in the country, I think this applies everywhere. If you've ever, ever had a burger in a stadium, <laughs> oh, I'd almost agree, but see the, the burgers at Falkirk? They were always quite nice. Not Phil. They were always good. But, mm. oh, but the, Not Brock Phil, the new stadium. Um, what did you call oh, it? The, the Tony Christie <laughs> Arena or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the best for me does uh, Cosmos count as an option. I remember Cosmos that way. Are they, are they still going? They are still there. Still, still, still the best chip in Paisley. Aye. Mm, I throw in a wee Alan's nomination Jeffy. for Allens. Allens is good. Um, even though they are a bit pri- like this other one's a bit pricier. See Charleston Cafe. 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 The Charleston Cafe. I did say that about good, but I the Charleston. <laughs> 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 they like. The, the, <laughs> anything that looks bad on me is edited out anything that looks bad on you is highlighted <laughs> as Ross can attest to on Twitter um, absolutely yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah we'll move on to the game let's start talking about actual football <laughs> I'll go to Mark first what is your thoughts on uh, the game we just witnessed yeah it was, it was a bit up and down wasn't it I think we're Pretty fortunate to go out of it with the with the three points in the in the end. But I'll I said on Twitter after the game, I will never tire of us winning by dodgy penalties. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've I've cried about enough not given penalties or, or whatever else for us in, in years gone by. So if it takes the odd dive every now and then to to get them in the bag, then I'm entirely up for it. Um, in terms of the game itself, it feels like it was more than. It was like it was more than four days ago, to be honest. I know. <laughs> um, it's because we're usually uh, playing on, a, on like tonight, so it feels like there should be another match. Yeah. yeah, it feels like we should just be coming straight up stairs after it. Um, I, I read um, a, a blog by a guy, Andrew Christie. Mm-hmm. His um, his blog about the game was pretty good, kind of analysing the, the change in shape first by Yogi at, at half-time to, I think, combat us after a, a pretty strong first half. And then Jim changing us up to to try and get back at that and I think that did reflect the way the, the game went there was a, a long spell in the second half where it looked as if we were going to we were going to get pumped to be honest if not for for Jack Anik proving once again why if not for for Jamie McGrath he's probably our player of the season mm-hmm. um, could probably still make an argument for him being being player of the season um, but it wasn't a wasn't a particularly glamorous one it was very much just a be glad you get the penalty and, and move on from, from that one I think mm-hmm. 
we started so strongly as well. Like I was really, really impressed yeah. by like how quickly we came out. But yeah, those changes made at half time obviously had an impact. And I think the we had a big loss in defence with Joe Shaughnessy going off. Like um, I think that's the the biggest example there of what he brings to the team. That as soon as you bring him out, like that defence took a while to try and get itself organised again. Um, penalty wise, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on it a wee bit more. But uh, Ross County definitely came into the game a lot stronger, as you said. Two a few great saves from uh, Anik really kept us into the game. We, you know, Jamie McGrath's just never going to miss a penalty. He's one of, one of the best penalty takers I think someone have had in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I, I can understand Ross, like John Hughes and that feeling aggrieved that they, they came out losing that match, but take it, take it. <laughs> Aye, I can't really care how you win it. It's three points in the board and I think obviously if the result goes our way, the way it is going with the Hamilton tonight, then it's basically always a goal. It's basically all but confirmed it. So mm-hmm. uh, it was obviously there was a bit minimal contact, but I'm never, as, I'm the same as Mark, I'm never ever going to tire seen us win then I don't really care how we win I'll never ever get tired of watching St Mirren win obviously I'm same as well with you Jimmy we started really well in the first half but I just think we looked so disorganised you know people were calling for Shaughnessy to be dropped ages ago and like, the amount of games that we could have lost or games that might not have picked up as many points in if we didn't have Joe on the pitch so it really you know obviously showed how important he is and hopefully he's back in for next week mm-hmm. Aye that's it no, I thought it was uh, echo what you have said I thought it was harsh on County maybe because they, they kind of came into the game a lot in the second half and like you said it looks as if they were, they were going to pump us at one point but uh, that's a, it's a massive three points and I feel bad for Ross County if I actually gave a fuck about Ross County in general but I don't so who cares. Um, I know we'll touch on the penalty so I'm not going to speak about that too much just now. Um, I just echo what you say. I mean at least we've seen it out as a good thing. We didn't make it easy, but we are now sitting in a position where we're completely safe. We're sitting, and if anyone's been honest with themselves, we're probably going to look at finishing seventh as a disappointment. So how good is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm just the same as you guys. I can't really disagree with anything. Um, so back to the wall stuff a wee bit. Um, when County were pressuring us, and if it was the Faranic, then it could have been a different result. But... Um, a good result to take. I'm never tired of St. Martin winning or uh, dodgy penalties. Fine, but I just um, I will touch on the penalty. I don't agree with cheating, to be honest. But um, it's it's a result you take. You move on. Nobody can be disappointed with the three points here in our, in our quest for uh, for top six. Just a wee thing to add that I think that um, that's what we've maybe wanted to see for Lee Irwin. I thought he actually done what he was asked well, alright it wasn't great <clears throat> done the bare minimum done exactly what he's tasked to do actually looked like a striker on Saturday there for a change um, I won a good yeah. few weeks I just no turning up at all he won a lot of flick-ons which is something we've been seeing like we, when you see the ball getting punted up a lot to like Obike he does well to kind of bring the ball down or get somewhat control on it but like there's no one usually running off him with um Erwin, like the, the, he put in a lot of decent, like sort of flick, flick ons for someone who, unfortunately, wasn't there. Like you think, like Christian Dennis w- would have completely capitalised on the way he mm. was playing. I, I'll have to say, I'll hold my hands up, even though how much Craig is shaking his head right now. That um, I was quite impressed by Lee Erwin, especially in the first half. I thought he, he, that is the player that I think Goodwin sees in him, and if he can show that in a first half against there why like I'm sure he'd be able to produce it in other games and hopefully this is maybe he's got a bit of a shock of because there's no doubt players kind of see what's said about them online and you know it took Shanklin to fall all the way down to air before he could actually in league one before he turned his game round and I'm not saying he's going to have maybe the exact same impact but like maybe it's a kick up the arse he needed I mean Nerwin he's he's never going to be good enough he isn't good enough but more of that I'll get people off his back, you know. He, he just done the bare minimum well, and still not good enough for a striker. That's why he get taken off ultimately. But if he just kind of does that and tries to link people into the game and and, and get shots off, then something will come off for him, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the games prior to that, he, he was just a wasted shot. He just was he good enough? I mean, one of his first touches in the Hamilton game set up. A Hamilton player for a counter attack, <laughs> which we nearly lost a goal from. I mean, that's just not acceptable. But I thought on Saturday, 
as much as I've been criticising him or people have been criticising him, I think he's maybe turned in a half decent performance for a change. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want this to turn into a rant, but for me, all Erwin's done to this point in the season is on Saturday. He kind of remembered what a football is and what he's meant to do with it. Um, but to use, I, I don't know, I don't want to pick in anyone else, but to use Kyle as an example, again, we were on at him for a long time about how he needs to produce that kind of thing on a regular basis. And to be fair, he turned around and he did. And for me, striker and all the goals they are about the wee flick-ons and hold-up play and all that but at the end of the day if you're going to sign a striker how many times have we been in the position where we look at a guy's goal return and go oh he's scored in in the past two or three seasons why are we signing him so imagine when Irvin goes to leave the club put him in the same boat mm-hmm. all the fans are going to be looking at that going what the fuck's this guy actually done that's what he's going to be judged on he's not going to be judged on a decent half versus Ross County I, no, absolutely. I, don't get me wrong. I'm not a, f- a fan of him. I'm, I agree with you. I, I, I'm firmly in the, the camp that you're in on that. I just thought he's maybe stepped up a small bit to maybe do half a job that we're expecting him to do whilst better strikers in our squad are out injured or, or not starting. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's certainly not good enough. We need shot of him uh, as quick as we can, really. But I think a, a good... A good performance, um, to call it that, um, when he's the only striker on the pitch. The you know, the kind of decent link up and flicking on for people and, and everything else. It's not his fault, but it's it's not it's not enough. If if he's putting those performances in when we've got, you know, a fit Obika or a fit Dennis or, or someone who is a bit more clinical and is putting chances away, then similar to, to when you could be at was here, you, you kinda make your your excuses if it works for the rest of the team and we're getting goals off the back of it then then it's fine, but if, if if he's the only striker in the team, and and I'm someone that thought he had a decent game on Saturday, but you're you're asking a lot of McAllister playing in a kind of unfamiliar, you know, not a striker position, or McGrath coming forward or whoever else. You're asking a lot of them to get into the kind of spaces that you need to make the most of of what Erwin's doing, because really the person that should be in those places is Erwin mm-hmm. to to capitalise on someone doing that kind of link up. So I think it was a good performance. I think he obviously grafted. Like I don't. I don't think anyone's got an issue with his effort, but I don't for for what we need. I just don't think he's quite offering it. I think in, in a different day with a different a different attacking lineup and maybe someone else in front of him, you'd be looking at him with like one assist or two assists or getting a rebound off someone else you saw it and, and thinking you know there's the performance we've all been been waiting for. But I think as as decent as a performance in isolation it was on Saturday, mm-hmm. I don't think it's what we needed from him. I think you're you're really counting on him to to do a bit more than that. To my mind, and uh, I will say I'll end that with a wee bit of praise because I kind of went in and in there a wee bit two footed, but he's he's passed it was in for uh, Bonnelly in mm-hmm. the first half. Yeah, great wee bit of play. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. Was it thinking? Before we go on to the obviously the big talking point of the the, the penalty we received, could Ross County have had a penalty? Um, with uh, Dermacy's challenge on Naismith? I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was. Uh... I have to say, if, if ours was a penalty, theirs was definitely a penalty. Absolutely, uh, yeah, exactly. It would, I think it would have been soft, but again, when you look at ours, if, if you're looking for some sort of consistent refereeing, then yeah, they might. But then straight after that, that was in the same sort of moment as the two saves from from Anik as well so, but um, yeah could, I think we may have got off on one there Consistent referees no it's fun to watch so True. the podcast would be a lot shorter <coughs> aye <laughs> when they had a full episode named after a referee before so <laughs> and it is funny that since we've had that we, we had that podcast what refereeing decisions have only went in our favour with this penalty the, the, the Ethan Erehon handball you know so, so you're welcome, is what we're saying. Yeah, we're playing Rangers on Saturday, so... Uh, and, and it's yeah. funny, because referees seem to be taking... A, um, they're getting the huff at referees again, not taking their side with bookings for diving and sending managers off, which means Gerard's not going to be in the dugout for Saturday, which means... Well, actually, we'll get on that in a bit later. Um, so going on to our penalty, um, Colin Quainer, Quinar, Connor, I don't know... Um, <laughs> every time I hear it it's something different um, Connor uh, 
he Colin. Oh, co- ah, fucking hell, Colin. <laughs> Jesus. Edit that bit out, mate. You're okay. <laughs> I've got a lot going on, right? Um, <laughs> um I just lost my track. Aye. He really knows how to sell a penalty, I have to say, because I generally thought he was injured at like, f- first viewing of it because he went down exactly the same way he went down in that 50-50 that ruled him out for a few matches. Um, he clearly learnt that on the continent. And, you know, <coughs> the amount of times, like, in past years, we've always said we have players that are a little bit too honest. Like, when we're, we're coming up against teams that are, will do this sort of thing to favour the referees' decisions. I'm a... Was it a dive? Yes, it was a dive, but Aye. am I happy about it? Slightly. <laughs> I'm more than slightly happy about it. <laughs> nah, I, do, I do think he's bought it, but I think the referee kind of was in a bit of a tough spot. Obviously, the way he's looking at it, it looks as if he's kind of been taken down at the start. When I first seen it, I thought it was a bit of a stonewaller. It looks as if, you know, he's come in the wrong side. He's went right through the back end, but when you watch it for the other angle, he's minimal contact and kind of his right leg's crumbled and for a guy of that size he really shouldn't be crumbling so easy but aye as you say that really couldn't get fucked to be honest and it made John Hughes raging which was well worth it so <laughs> I think for me it's, it's just what you said but the, the defender's maybe a wee bit clumsy there because he's not made any contact with the ball at all and we always say this everyone says this about every penalty decision I mean, you've given the referee a decision to make mm-hmm. well, what can you say and aye it's a Right dive. Well, that's, that's actually a pretty good dive. Um, I am ecstatic. <laughs> Happily win every game like that. I mean, if this if that if that's the penalty that gets us top six, then pff, I'm more than happy. And I'm getting a top with falling on the back yet. Mm-hmm. That's how he gains his cult following. He's got a cult following from Huddersfield, and he's the guy that won us the penalty to secure his top six. Then fair enough. And then I'm the beginning. Th- Beginning to think he's got this cult following for being absolutely shite, by the way. <laughs> uh, was he very good uh, when he came on, was he? It's, it's hard to judge. No, it's, hard to um, judge. it's a pretty poor dive for me, to be honest. Uh, the issue with someone winning the game, didn't the referee give the penalty, but I don't know. I just I think I've seen it happening to us over the years too many times. Even with the Scotland national side, it's happened against us. I just don't like. Cheating, I just don't like diving. It's just something I don't like. I thought it was an embarrassing dive. He knew exactly what he was doing. You can dress it up as he's been, he's anticipated the contact or he's been smart and uh, slight contact and he's went down. But <clears throat> see, if that was against us, the same folk that are saying it was a Stonewall penalty to St. Martin, I'm never saying the same thing mm. uh, if it's in the other box against us. And that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. You'd be fuming if Ross County, on the flip side of what you guys have just been saying, you'd be fuming if that was the three points we lost out on top six because of. Mm-hmm. You'd be fuming that uh, it's because of a dive and a cheat. We're fuming again with the decision against Celtic. Jim was never out the paper in the next couple of days saying that guys should be named and shamed and uh, referees need to take a stronger kind of hold on diving in the game and whatnot. All right, I know he's not going to come out and name and shame. He's own striker, I get that, but we can't, we, Gaffer can't come out and say stuff like that when we've got guys that cheat in our team. I don't like it. I moaned about it when we tried to do it at Easter Road a while back. Um, I moaned about it when Abika done it in a national semi-final. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd been easier to pass for us to get a goal. I just don't like it, but one's a win at the end of the day. Who cares in the grand scheme of things, but I just wish we had players that didn't do it. Listen, I hold my hands up to being a hypocrite when it comes to someone uh, everybody else at the end of the day it's just yeah. a part of football I don't I don't like mm-hmm. don't like it when Scotland players do it either or it's just a, I just don't like folk going to ground especially guys of that size to try and win penalties it's embarrassing no. yeah you've, you've got fair points there and do understand where you're coming Thanks. from <laughs> I, I fucking love it to be honest but... Mark, you mean that it's just that was an absolute sorry you feel that way this one. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise if that is how you feel. Um Hi. Oh, see the thing is like <clears throat> oh, it was a bit of a laugh on Twitter than that, retweeting it and stuff. I think folk generally thought that I was unhappy that we won the game because yeah. the guy died. Like, I don't care, we can get three points every week. 
Although I did that, see... It's um, just no something I'm that happy that having a guy that does that in the team, that's all. I, I, did, I did see someone on Twitter say that they couldn't even celebrate the goal. It was that embarrassing. I, mean, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, it was slightly embarrassing, but you're still celebrating that goal, surely. <laughs> Mark, Every day of the week. Mark, you've been very quiet during this. Do you want to give us your thoughts on the penalty? Uh, it's, it's already been said, really. I, I, I draw a, a bit of a distinction. I'm kind of similar about how I feel about it generally with, with Ross, to be honest, but with what Craig said, I'm, I'm a hypocrite when it comes to to St Man. I'd, I'd rather these things went for us than, than against us, and I I do enjoy a properly snidey win. I, I think that's one of the one of the best feelings as a fan of a Diddy club is, is is grinding out a proper snidey win against someone you don't like, and that's definitely Ross County. I think there's a distinction between you know the kind of out and out cheating of you know someone breaking into the box. A leg's not even come out and someone's already you know, a, a foot off the ground and diving with their, their arms out and all that kind of stuff. I think there's a, a difference to be drawn between that and what happened there. And I'm not going to pretend there's you know, significant contact or, or anything like that, but it's just, to, to my mind, it's it's snidey, but it's just clever. It's just recognising you're on the the wrong side of the defender. The defender's been a bit clumsy. And if you just, you know, like, like in basketball, if you just flop at that point, and fall over, you have every chance of getting the decision. I'd, I'd say it's probably more on that kind of gamesmanship side than just out and out, out and out cheating. Um, for for my money, but it's 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 one of those ones. Like I'm happy with the outcome of it. Oh, I, I, I can't lie and say I don't enjoy seeing someone do that against Ross County and getting it right up them. I'd, I'd rather we didn't dive every week. I think all of those things can be true, and you can still be happy with the way the game went on on Saturday. Well, looking to um, Saturday's game against oh, Rangers. Oh, um, hold on, Jimmy. Can um, are you going to tweet an apology to, to, to me for the the abuse that I suffered due to your retweet after my explanation? <laughs> after my explanation tonight, I think you should, when you tweet this episode out, uh, post an apology, please. Well, the, the listeners have got an option. They can either you know look for that apology or they can join me in the hashtag. Cancel Ross Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the cancel Ross disgraceful Davidson. even when I'm on the podcast, when I'm not on the podcast, all Mark does is abuse me. <laughs> it's a disgrace. And Barry, and Barry Levetti. <laughs> Neither of us have done anything wrong to you. I can't believe you just said fuck the two. He's like, imagine us at one podcast saying fuck Barry Levetti. Like, come on. It's a disgrace. It's all turning a bit talk sport, isn't it? It's just anything for the lessons. <laughs> uh, the, the old firm wouldn't beat Walsall. That's the old talk sport one. Um, what was I saying? Uh, no, you probably won't get an apology on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Didn't uh, think so. <laughs> uh, Looking to the Rangers game, hopefully, uh, um, Joe Shaughnessy, hopefully, he was just taken off as a precaution because I'm trying to remember the new rules under the sort of concussion um, thing that they're not allowed to play or train for at least like is it like five days until after they stops they stop having symptoms? Is that what it is? I uh, but it was a calf strain I came off for so. It was, oh, was it? it? Was a calf strain? So it's all good then. <laughs> you can edit that bit as well, mate. <laughs> I, uh, in fairness to that I thought it was a concussion I came off for a half time but uh, Goodwin said after the game it was uh, something to do with his calf but uh, he's got a bell for a black eye according to Goodwin that is a heavy cover up in it <laughs> it's, it's, it's talking about concussions it's like no I mean it's your calf uh, he's uh, <laughs> apparently got a belt to a black eye yeah. Goodwin said so uh, and uh, hopefully he's fit for Saturday but Fucking terrifying playing Rangers with him at centre back, to be honest. But. Sounds like Edwards just punched him just to sell the lie. <laughs> <laughs> See, Finlayson won't be able to play either, will he? No, um, no on the off chance. So I don't, I don't even know who would cover it. We've still got Sam for one of the fullbacks. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> still get the best centre back at the club. He's at Motherwell struggling for fitness, but. Um, I, I think I think you'd see possibly like a back three being played with with Tate. McCarthy and Fraser I think that's that's yeah. what would be the outcome that's um, frightening though our back see at Ibrox does he film with confidence um, I, I, I have no doubt we'll probably put out one of the weirdest lineups ever and win the game what's the deal with uh, Mason is he just injured uh, I think they said at the weekend didn't he yeah. he said they had a recurring problem 
I don't know if the recurring problem is that he's kind of shite. Yeah, and that is it. <laughs> just doesn't get picked in teams. He's still having a nightmares for the semi-final <laughs> heavy one of those loan deals where essentially it's like Stefan Bohoken where they try to send them back and they go you keep them <laughs> and then he turns up in that lineup five months later <laughs> um, yeah so be interesting to see what we, do, we can do against Rangers I, I generally think they're there for the taking again um, I think at the moment they're they're not doing their, their form's kind of dropped off a bit I think they're just kind of they know it's hard to be motivated probably when you're that far ahead in the league and like it's it's the inevitable win rather than if they're going to win the league so they're kind of just can't on their way to the end um, and that means they're right for dropping points and this might be a good game to, to get those points to try and secure top six that you probably wouldn't have thought were there for the taking I am kind of Rangers have been a bit poor the past few weeks yet they've still been winning games so it's obviously something they're going to be wary of but you know, we've all seen we're capable of beating them and we're kind of going for it full tilt I just uh, kind of fear we're really going to get goals for mm-hmm. against them I can't really see us causing them any problems going forward you know the best part of their team this season has been the back form the goalkeeper I really can't see us putting them under any pressure but I don't think they would have any Celtic part in one when we played three at the back and Dennis up front so uh, I'm probably See, I'll see the team on Saturday, moan about it a wee bit, and then when we steal a 1-0, win I'll we'll say fuck all. So. <laughs> is uh, Ta- Tavernier still injured? Aye. Aye. So that's usually the advantage. The only thing is, are they going to play Calvin Bassey? Probably not, but... <laughs> he's think he's Patterson might play. Mm-hmm. Ah, right. Maybe get 0-0 written all over it to me. This feels like one of the games that we might actually sneak a point, shit-fest it for the full 90 minutes. Cool. Mm-hmm. And win a dodgy penalty. Oh, listen, dive in the box at Ibrox. Don't. <laughs> my whole my whole take on that is against the old firm. That it doesn't matter. Get hit the deck in that box at any opportunity. I think uh, I watched the last European game at Ibrox and the parks in some state. Oh, I, I don't know if that will play in our hands a wee bit. They like to try and play football where we're going to try and keep it tight and compact and try and shit fest it. That plus the, the state of the pitch isn't going to allow them to play the kind of free-flowing football they like to do. So mm-hmm. maybe we nick something, you never know. But I think they've only lost, what, nine goals in the league this season? Eight, maybe? So it's a hard task, particularly away from home as well, you know. So I don't know, but it's a free hit. Mm-hmm. You just need to go for it. Uh, I don't think the, I don't think the result really matters too much in the terms of top six. You know, St Johnston they drew the night they're five behind us with two games to play and then the United are four behind and they play Celtic and Aberdeen I think you know obviously we're all kind of still looking over our shoulder it's just a natural thing to do as a summer supporter but I think for the best part it's confirmed you know the United need to win one of their two games and I can't see that happening so uh, same as well with St Johnson St Johnson are playing Hibs in Ross County you know Ross County are a decent team they're better than a lot of people give them credit for so no, I think, I think we're there but anything's just a bonus and it's always good to look above us as well Livingston only a point ahead of so anything at Ibrox is a bonus mm-hmm. Could we still go down? No, we're safe now This must be the, <laughs> the earliest we've been safe Yes, probably Oh, by a, by a long time mm-hmm. Part of the Vietnam season maybe uh, Hearts as well remember they get what Twenty points taken off them or something. I think uh, we still made a fucking good go at that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That was quite funny. I remember that season at one point, just going right. That's us. We're going. We're going down or something at some point, and then somehow we managed to get a wee bit of run of form, and Hibs get dragged into it, and then they get relegated. So it was all good. Um, no, it's good, and it, it, it bodes well for planning for next season as well. I mean, Jim knows mm-hmm. where we're going to be. Yeah. Obviously, we're still going to be in the top league. We, we know, kind of run about the prize money that we're going to receive. Mm-hmm. Anything extra is a bonus, obviously, but there's a there's a minimum there that he's got to play with, so he can start recruiting for next season already. Which title. some managers don't often get to do in the, the top league this early. T- title challenge incoming. Mm. Aye, we need Tony. He said, well, Tony did say we'd be a Champions League club eventually, didn't he? So he did. We'll get those get those t-shirts made up. Um, so I am now going to hand over to the new Misery Hunters game master I've <laughs> rubbed my hands away from it and d- oh, dust my hands off should I say 
<laughs> edit that bit. Uh, yeah. hey, this is not going to be edited. <laughs> uh, Mark, over to you. Having, having made a complete deck of every game I've ever been involved in in this podcast, it's nice to be referred to as the Games Master. I don't think that was ever... <laughs> not not was by ever me. Coming. Never by me. What? I know <laughs> who's getting my... I know who's getting my fucking end of the podcast, Dustin. <laughs> it was a podcast host job going as well, judging by James' performance. Oh, no, this is a dictatorship, unfortunately. So, <laughs> Misery Hunters is definitely Bobby a banana republic. Um. <laughs> so, after the resounding success of last last week's effort, we'll stick with the lineup game this time round. But the the fact that that two of the the part time contributors have showed up again kind of complicates <laughs> things. So. We're going to do a couple of, couple of semi-finals and a final. I think it's the only way to do it. So I'll um, I'll decide how to split it up because that's that's the power that I wield. So we'll do Sam against Jamie in a repeat of last week again, and then we'll have, we'll have Ross and Craig. So last week it was all Dundee United our lineups against Dundee United. This week it's all starting lineups for the first league game of the season. <laughs> and. Uh, the the one that we'll go with this just to, just to help you out, Sam. I know because of your age and everything. This is uh, 1999, so get that right up you. <laughs> you. You can uh, you can start. <laughs> oh fuck me! Who were we playing? It was Air United, and it finished one one. Seventh of August, 1999. This is fucking shit. <laughs> fuck you, Mark. <laughs> Ah, uh, fucking Hugh Murray. Correct. Aye, uh, here we go. <laughs> this is horrible because I'm pretty sure I went to every game that season. Now I'm trying to think. Um, Ludovic Roy. Correct. Junior uh, Mendes. Wrong. There we, uh, go. we go. That's, a, that's an early point this time round. My next guess was going to be Ian Ross. Was that correct? Ian Ross did start that game. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this one's a bit friendlier, Sam. So. 2010. Jamie can start this time. Someone won Dundee United 1. 2010. Fuck. 2010. Uh, the first game of the Danny Lennon era. That's it. That's I was bloody uni for this, um, which was down south. So my not that my interest of someone, but I wasn't at the games, so I'm trying to remember. Uh, fuck, two thousand and ten. Hugh Murray. No, uh, yeah, yeah, you did, you did. Sorry, sorry, you started. <laughs> so you're, you're still in the game. You've survived. Uh, Paul Gallagher. Correct. Uh, David Van Zanten. Correct. Yuri Travner. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the confidence that you're batting back these quick answers with is, is really enjoyable, It's because you're sitting there with a the lineup behind your laptop. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh shit, 2010. <laughs> this is a podcast, I know. Right? Just just thrown out that reminder. I'm trying to think. So Yuri Travner. We've had uh, Travner, Hugh Murray, and Paul Gallagher. Gary Mason. Gary Mason, no, no. He left. I was going to say fucking Sean Lynch next. Yep, he, he, he scored a goal. It was a belter, man. Uh, it's a beezer. That was in the Panda you, Club. <laughs> I thought it was the mailman, Gareth Wardlaw, that you were going to rhyme off. But <laughs> no, there you go. So it goes to a decider. We've got... In fact, that would be that would be rough as fuck. Cause I gave you that one. I'm going to pick it up. Third <laughs> uh, of August, two thousand and thirteen. Inverness three, St. Mirren nil. Jesus. Uh, who's gone first? It's back to Jamie. Uh, Jamie first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig Samson. Wrong. So there we go. <laughs> 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 Yeah, because that's the season he left. Yeah, but that was a uh, club legend David Carnell started that one between the steps. Jesus. Wow. So there we go. So Sam, you're through to the final. The, right. the run might 
run mate continues I'm very lucky I didn't answer that first because I get the seasons mixed up and thought it was the one before and I was about to say Lewis Guy <laughs> <laughs> Christoph Dilo on the bench for that as well that was he was, I, was, I didn't mind him actually I said Wally I like Dilo I he lost his hands eventually but he went down the it, same route all his predecessors went did he not lose the plot as well and smash up the club flat that they put him up on that was, that was a rumour that he took took it apart before he left Prick. Oh. takes us to oh sorry sorry that's alright mate you, you excited here to get torn into semi-final two against yeah, Craig? Yes, so excited. I'll even let you go semi. first. Oh, lovely. I'm, Im glad to hear it. Uh, 7th of August, 2004. Sitman 2, Falkirk now. You can go first, Ross. 2004. Ricky Gillis. Correct. Yep. Andy Mellon. Correct. Cut Bradfoot. Correct. So they did better than the last seven kind of. <laughs> hey, Kenchcliffe. Correct. Oh, 2004. Mark Crowley. No. Oh. Oh, there's some deltas in there I'm really really gutted that no one managed to get in mix with Patalainen in those early guesses who scored on the day him and Alan Russell that was between Crowley and Russell second leg 6th of August 2016 St. 1 Morton 1 the sole opening game of a season that Alex Ray was afforded First. You're first, Craig. Billy O'Brien. And that's a point for Ross. Ah. <laughs> I feel like I've just blacked out. Is that 2 0 Was it Langfield? Yeah, Langfield in, in between the sticks. Ah. Did I even get the right season for Billy O'Brien? No. No. No, it was the next season. Aye. No, he came in at Christmas. Oh, yeah, aye, Christmas, aye, because it was Jack Ross that signed him, it wasn't he? Alec Did Ray. he not come in the year before? No. Did he only play for us for six months? Aye. Yeah. Did he not retire and become a Marine or something? Yeah. Uh, uh, he was the most overrated goalie ever. I thought, I thought he was on it. That's because he was the one after Langford. So, deciding leg, Ross and Craig. Here we go, 17th of August, 1996. East 5 now, St. 4. Ross, I think it's you to go first. 1996. Okay, I'll go Alan Combe. Correct. Sudden death here. Doesn't get more exciting than this. Craig does have an age. Sorry, Ross yeah. does have an age yeah. advantage to this. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen McGarry. Incorrect. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> there were some absolute belters in there as well. Junior Mendes would have been right for this one. Tommy Turner? Nah. Uh, no. Was uh, he there at that point? You'd nah. have maybe... Thank you, Blue Morton, then. <clears throat> Barton O'Brien? Uh, no. no. James no. McGuire? <clears throat> Maguire? James McGuire play? Nah. I don't know, I've, I've just taken the thing off, <laughs> off my phone. <laughs> 96, Jesus. Hugh Murray probably played for us at that point. He so made his played. debut at the end yeah. of the season. Oh, that was my first ever game. After, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I went to the, the last East Fife game of that season. We won 1-0 and that was Murray's debut, come on as a sub. Ah, they were running about 97, 98, weren't they? Yeah, it was March, I think, March or April, oh. 97. So, final. Sam V. Ross, Ross here to stop the 10. Stop Sam doing it. <laughs> Get all of Scotland behind him. Opening game, 3rd of August 2002, St Mun 0, St Johnston 2. And uh, Sam, you can go first on this one. Uh, Ludo. Correct. Shocking Murray. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Get it, wouldn't you? <laughs> I can't believe the amount of times Murray's not, not played 
and all of these. 2002, fucking He was definitely there. He's bad. I, I must have picked out like five games that he was eligible for so far and he started one of them. Was 2002 not the spell where Hugh Murray left yeah. to go to go to another a bit like another movement's Matt, career and then he um, came back? He went Mansfield for a trial, but I think that was pre-season then he came back. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't I think he'd he, left, left. He, he missed a few games definitely because I remember seeing him in, uh, at the Ross County game back in the stand. And I was like, oh, he must be. I think it was Ross County. Yeah. And it was like, oh, he must be coming back. I think that was. And it was Mansfield, because I remember, no, now they've probably changed their mind, but there was a lot of folk that when they take him mm-hmm. as a, like, a legitimate legend type thing, because he had that break and he was wanted to leave, basically, and nobody would take him. So he asked to come back or whatever. So there was a lot of folk that kind of, okay. would they actually take him as the legend that people think he is type thing? Still a hero in my eyes. Oh, big time. Always. What was that? 11, out of interest. Do you still have it now? Yeah. Uh, Ludo, Rudden, Chrissy Kerr, Jamie McGowan, uh, Ricky Robb. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ricky Robb, he was horrendous. He scored the, <laughs> and the, they the amazing four each game. A Falkirk uh, or 3-0 down at halftime. Uh, Brian McGinty, Martin Cameron, all, all superstars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, Chris. for one, I'm delighted Ross said Hugh Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Kerr, that's that. Uh, he struggled with people to pick that out because he was uh, obviously had this injury through Tokley, but he never really done much after that. I was uh, surprised mm-hmm. to see his name in there so long after uh, what happened to him. Yeah, Tokley tackle was before then, wasn't it? Aye, uh, in 2000. Uh, yeah. Millennium year. Yeah, it was horrendous. Top player as well. He was good. Second leg, 4th of August 2012, St. Mun 2, Inverness 2. Ross, you can go first this time. Hugh Murray? No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> 2012, Tomo. Nope. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Guy, won it? Yeah, Lewis Guy up top. Jesus. Samson, Van Zanten, McGregor, Mayer, Barron, Emery, McLean, Teal, Gowser, Sam Parkin and Lewis Guy. What was the score that game? To each. Lewis Guy fuck and Darren me. McGregor. That's, fuck it, that team should never have been allowed to go on the pitch. <laughs> Thomas Riley coming off the bench. As well. John McGinn didn't feature. Sat on the bench the entire game. Who'd have thought he'd go and have a better I'm career than Dougie Emery? Guy. Fucking hell. <laughs> Again, he's that guy which you just never assigned him. Crazy. Getting him so across what, the divide, if you want to call it that. It's just wasn't ever going to fit in. Mm-hmm. No. Was one, he's one of those players that only ever played well against us and other fans knew it. I remember yeah. speaking to a Hamilton, a Hamilton fan or something and he said, I only ever does well when it's when he plays you. That is it. It's just... Yeah. So when we signed Eddie Malone as well, he was a, mm. a similar kind of bracket as Emery. Just... Absolutely hated him, and then we signed him. He was hopeless, and get rid of him. He just wasn't good enough. Just our fans. It was like if we ever signed that Keegan Parker, it'd have been the same. Like we just hated him. He played brilliant against us, but if we ever signed him, he would never have played for us. Mm-hmm. Always oh, scored that in that two thousand and two game. Jesus, did he? Him and Paul, him and Paul Hartley, pair of wankers. <laughs> um, same as James Grady. I always thought like if he ever did come to us, it just wouldn't have worked. Aye. He's tried a bit, Ryan Hardy. He did, he did. <laughs> hmm? James Grady, I do didn't he? Actually, he came as a coach, didn't he? Aye, he was mm-hmm. a striking coach for a while. But now he's no. in the Scotland setup now or something. He's an agent, I thought. Um, I think so. He was at the, at the so, game I was at, I think. Right, he does a lot of stuff for the SFA, I think. And he's a kind of coach. There's a few weird ones like that. Is Alan, Alan Russell not a. Coach he's, he's the English coach. Uh, yeah. Mental, genuinely mental. He's famous for that one long range goal and that thing at the MTV Awards. That's it. <laughs> I always remember that he was dreadful all season, right up to the point where his contract was up for expiry, and he had like the three greatest games of his life. Aye. And then he clearly doctored his uh, Wikipedia stats. As well, because when he appeared as England coach, I remember going on to um, Wikipedia and looking, and it said like he scored like thirty goals for St. Mullins. That game, he scored the long range one. He just passed the halfway line, and was it? I think all the all the 
Wasn't that game were good? It was uh, Rafe 3-0, wasn't it? Rory Ellis. Aye. And oh, what was the third one? Wasn't that good then, was it? Remember him scoring amazing right in front of the main stand at Love Street? It was an absolute peach beat two or three players and curled into the far post. Can't remember who it was against him. At so that time, Mark Corcoran turned up for one game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah geez, oh, unreal. Oh, what a game that was. Superb. Ballon d'Or performance. And then yeah. shattered off forever. Now he's a multi, multi-millionaire making clothes. That Lionel Messi yeah. has. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought Alan Russell would be coaching Harry Kane <laughs> and Mark Corcoran would be pals with Leo Messi? I mean, not <laughs> I know. I think pals might be pushing it. I'm pretty sure they just posted him a t-shirt and hoped that he'd wear it. I think that might have been the case, but still, nonetheless. He is, I'm sure he, he gave him his love on people. I'm pretty sure they're, they're pretty close. <laughs> rated, rated him 10 in profile heaven. <laughs> and so, that, that, does this come down to a sudden death? I don't know. Sudden it? death finally again? Or was that 2-0? Two That's 2-1. Two, two that was 2-0. Two was it 2-0? Two, two two, yeah. Oh, 2-0, so I don't think there's... Yes, that's that's me showing my failure, failures when it comes to games yet again. Don't have the memory to remember <laughs> that <laughs> Sam clinched to there. But I don't even go. know how I've managed to win that. With I, one, I, I lost them. You didn't win. Basically, nothing. Yeah, that game was lost. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> much, how I felt playing every single game. I, I don't think anyone's ever beaten me. I've just beaten myself. <laughs> I can't believe there was a lineup with Brian McGinty in it, and I didn't get it. Uh, before he even uttered the sentence just Brian McGinty <laughs> um, but yeah th- thanks for listening uh, remember you can get our merch at misery-hunters.tml.com uh, the Mark Yardley stuff is up there for the month that is really good I actually got a few photos someone sent me today uh, really is a good t-shirt so just go out there and get it it's also Tony Fitzpatrick's birthday today so you know celebrate that with uh, with the, the, the best Tony Fitzpatrick t-shirt you'll see all, all year Get a picture of him in the scud on your chest. And nothing says happy birthday like it. Generally, see, see if anyone can get him to sign it. And I want a picture of him signing. It. I don't want you just signing Tony Fitzpatrick. We will do so. <laughs> I don't know what we'll give you, but we'll give you something. <laughs> a kiss, uh, pff, Ross. That's your job. Um, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, but as always, fuck Alex Ray. Hey, fuck David Murray. Fuck cheating bastards. And we J. Craig Devine giving me shit about Buddy Bounty Pies, you fucking prick. Oh, I was going to say fuck Dougie Emery, but that feels a bit underwhelming there. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, on that note. <laughs> Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.